Hello, and welcome to Introducing Me. I'm your host, Sarah. I started this podcast to get to know other people and lifestyles while discovering more about myself. Each episode, I will give a new guest a chance to discuss their background, culture, interests, whatever they want to talk about to help increase all of our own worldviews. Today, I would like to introduce you to Philemon. He is a 17-year-old with a podcast about mental health. He's going to give us some perspective about still being in high school and what he is up to these days and how life has already been changing for him even at a young age. So I'm excited to have Philemon here today. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Well, thank you for having me. I'm blessed to even be a guest on this awesome show. Uh, well, as you said, I'm a student in high school, graduating next year. Yeah, next year. Uh, came on this show because uh, I'm very interested in what I love, and that is mental health. Uh, yeah. So what is it that you hope to do after graduating high school? The question every high schooler loves to answer. Um, I think somewhere in psychology route, maybe. Yeah. And so why is it that you love mental health and it's something that you're passionate about? Uh, I think it's because... I know how it feels like to like need a lot of help and that's the last feeling I want someone else to experience and uh yeah I feel like that's pretty much it (laughs) it plus it's a really cool topic to talk about Mm -hmm. so can you talk a little bit about what it's been like for you and your personal mental health well, I give off this persona that that I'm fine, but you know we're all kind of a mess inside. Um, I'm doing okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think what happened like there's a lot of anxiety and uh, a lot of issues sometimes, but. I think that's what made me a really good helper. I learned a lot to help me and uh, I took the time out of my days to help me. And I was like, wow, this is very valuable information. Someone else should know this. And uh, began teaching others and uh, I loved it. So how did you get the idea then to start a podcast? You know, you just mentioned wanting to share with others. What was that process like to figure all of that out? Well, initially, uh, since I'm the type of person to shove help down other people's throats, um, and I was just like, yeah, during COVID, during quarantine, you can't really do that. So I was just like, you know what? How about I create a show where people come to me this time and they watch my stuff for once. And I felt like there's a lot of control on both sides. Um, and it, it sometimes it doesn't scratch the same itch. Sometimes I want to be there person to person, one-on-one. 
but it feels good knowing that someone out there is listening, even if it's not that many. And where is it that you've learned the things that you're sharing and how is it that you've gained your knowledge? Ooh, experience, a lot of experience. Um, and <laughs> YouTube, a lot of YouTube, um, read a lot of things, a lot of self-help books. Uh, sometimes I'm the type of person to look, reflect on the end of the day, see what went well, see what didn't, see what didn't go well, and use that and put that in the teaching book. And uh, yeah, it was just a lot of experience, introspecting, just asking myself a lot of questions. Sometimes it was a little too much, but uh, felt like that's what I needed at the time, because before I didn't really know myself all but yeah and so for you the pandemic as you mentioned um lockdown covid all of that's kind of happening at a pivotal time in your life in high school one of the most anxiety driven times of anyone's lives so what has that been like for you Ooh, uh i think very reflective yet pretty isolating um before i don't want to toot my horn i was i was i was a popular kid class clown not so good grades but i was just having a lot of fun um, extrovert talk to literally anyone for attention and would do anything for attention and uh i think once i moved uh, it kind of hit me. I was like, oh, shoot. You normally see people, you're, you're just like, oh, that's the boy who moved. That's the girl who moved. Oh, okay. And then you forget about them like a month later. And then I became that person. And it was like, oh, shoot. Okay. This is happening. And then I moved. I think the first year, it was, it was pretty sad. Uh, I missed my old county. And, uh, yeah, it was really sad. But I think during quarantine, which really helped a lot, it kind of just locked us out, it locked us in home and like taught us to just think for a second and to just sit down and breathe. Um, I took a lot of silent walks. And I feel like that helped me a lot. And I was thinking about the decisions I made, where I used to live. And uh Sometimes I look back at it and I was just like, you know, if I live there, if I continue living there, I feel like I'd be a whole different person, uh, not in a bad way, but uh, pretty different, not the way I'd like. Um, but yeah, I feel like if I didn't move, I wouldn't have started a podcast or I wouldn't have met some new friends or I wouldn't have started working out you know i i just wouldn't have put myself out there like that the way i did before and so what has your pandemic experience been like because lockdowns were completely different for everyone and then moving since the pandemic still going on like in the midst of all of that 
Um, well, I don't know about you. I'm the one that usually like starts conversations with people. So I know how it feels like to just like, um, people just stop texting you for no reason. Cause like, like that's how it is. Uh, just a bunch of petty teens. I don't know. But I felt like during quarantine for me, it was, yeah, it was really isolating. I'm sure for everyone it's felt like that. Um, I did a lot of walks, just a lot of walks. I put on some shoes and I just walk outside, leave my phone at home. And I just think and think and think and think. And it, it felt good, yet it was a lot for my mind, but it really helped the way I, I don't know, it just helped a lot. It really helped a lot. Um, the whole experience, though, I think for everyone, it'd be nice to FaceTime someone once in a while. Uh, for me, I did, and I'm glad I did, because uh, I'd... I don't know what <laughs> I turned into an animal if I just stayed at home the whole time and didn't talk to anyone. But yeah, I think what kept me sane is moving around. I think the first week I was running back and forth inside the house, just like shaking. I was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. But um, yeah, I think what kept me sane is just talking to someone, uh, taking a lot of silent walks uh, at nighttime. That one helped. And then journaling. I did a lot of journaling and uh, did a lot of self-help YouTube improvement. I went towards that area and uh, oh, I started the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. And how long was your school shut down for? Ooh. Uh, we were shut down. So I went to high school in ninth grade and then I think March, we were shut down. Um, and then all of 10th grade was online. And then 11th grade was when we went back with masks. So I think that's like a year and a half. I lost track of time. Honestly, did. I think we all have in the past couple of years lost track of time and, and when it anything even is. So... What since moving has school been like for you? What are you getting up to at school? I think it's not the same. You know, you don't, you know, before it used to just roast the teachers and have a whole rap battle against the teachers and middle school with Arlington, with back where I, back where I used to live. And, um, I think it was less learning and more just having fun. Uh, now it's literally vice versa. It's opposite. Um, what's changed a lot, though, is I've built a sense of self-reliance and a lot of responsibility. Um, like, never have I ever thought I could take myself to school and take myself back and have my own mini daily routine, high school routine. And I don't know, it, it, was, it was just, it feels weird to just have your whole day to yourself. And I, I felt like a big, I felt like a big kid. And 
um, yeah, I did. I stopped a lot of things. Uh, even I, I, I become PG. I stopped cursing. I stopped, you know. But I think that happened for the better. At, during school, I think my grades have gone up a lot. I think I used to have like D's and C's, but now there's all A's. And it literally gave me no choice but to focus in school. Um, I think at first ninth grade, it felt like I was like a robot, that all I could do was just be good in school and then I couldn't find friends. But I think I found that way junior year. And do you have any idea like what specifically like helped you get into that focused mindset that your studies have gotten better? Uh, well, you see, I had no friends. <laughs> well, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I had no choice, but, uh, I think what helped me a lot was that, uh, yeah, literally I just had no choice. Like it was either sitting down and being bored or learning. Cause this could probably help me. And uh, I put a lot of importance to my grades and to my studies and I just valued different things. And uh, yeah, I just try to channel what's most important. And I was just like, oh, okay, my future is important. Then that means these grades are important. That means this test next week is important. That means I've got to study right now. And uh, right now saying that, that sounds sad, but <laughs> I think, that was ninth grade. 10th grade, it was online. I don't even like to count 10th grade. That's like a whole online thing. That's a different genre. But 11th grade, I think it's more detaching yourself from your GPA. Like you're not your SAT score. You're not your grades. Um, and it's more of just putting myself out there in the clubs and uh, meeting new people. Do you like what you're learning? And do you think that it's useful? Uh, I, I mean, I had a, a first quarter, no. Um, I think I've had a lot of incidents with teachers, or just classes, and I feel like in the end, end game, it will make sense. But as of now, nah, not really. That's okay. And you just mentioned um, extracurriculars. So what sort of things are you getting into now outside of your studies? Ooh, um, so I joined, a, I joined a marketing team. I joined this heritage club. Um, I'm in a writing center. Uh, and uh, I did track. Oh, that was a lot. I did track. Um, and now I just go straight home and work out. That's literally it. That's just a whole routine. It's boring, but I like it. And what was it like doing track, which is like a semi-team sport, semi-individual activities? Um, see, it was my first time doing track. And uh, it said, literally, the name said indoor track. And I joined it because it was indoor, because it was during winter. Why would they put kids out in the freezing cold and 30 degrees? 
And literally there was no indoor. We had to practice outdoor, do meets outdoor. But um, it was very, very important though. Uh, I only joined to stay conditioned for soccer. Um, but I think it taught me to train myself past what I could ever see myself doing. Um, we weren't doing some Navy SEAL stuff. This is high school, but I was really, really tired. Um, and when we were done, I also met some really cool people and this really cool mentor that helped me a lot. I was really accepting, um, especially when we're done with, with uh, practice. Uh, I feel I love the feeling when you're done with cardio. There's something, something about cardio just feels good. Not even weight training, not weightlifting. Cardio feels really good. So when I'm done, it's a really good outlet to how you're feeling. And uh, that really helped. Uh, Time-wise, no, but energy-wise, yes. Um, it was a team sport. Uh, first track meet, I have really bad anxiety. So I've never seen an audience like that in my life. 800 families in the audience just screaming. And I was like, okay, this is not good. And it was just one event. But uh, I don't know how I did it. I ended up running and the coldest day ever. But I think track taught me to push myself further than what I've imagined. Um, Social-wise, uh, physically, uh, mentally, um, I think it's a really good sport if you're trying to put yourself out there because there's like four other schools you can meet and from other places, and it's it's a really good place to just put yourself out there in all means, like in every way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. And so you've talked about how like track has, you know, kind of got you this place and, you know, you've joined extracurriculars and, and making friends. So do you feel like you have a sense of belonging? Yeah, I feel like there's a different level you get when you work out with someone because um, well I don't like comparing it to the army but there's people in the army that say like there's something about okay I'm not going to compare it but there's something about fighting and pushing yourself until you're tired or suffering with someone there's like a different connection you get with that person and uh, I've never thought I'd see that with this group like the first time I'm like okay who are these guys like what the heck but over time, as I suffered more, um, as we all did at the same time, I think I was like, oh, wait, okay, this is what they're talking about. This is, I get it. Now I, <laughs> now I see what people, now I see what the hype is all about. But yeah, it gave me a sense of belonging, a really good sense of belonging. So will you go back to indoor track your senior year? Maybe not. Um, actually, uh, I think maybe uh, it's because spring track is too hot and winter track is too cold. But 
I I think I would. Yeah. So what is something kind of like in your life as a current teenager, you think it's important for non-teenagers to hear? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I want to think this through. I think wherever you are, know that you're going to be okay and that uh, whatever you're going through, this is going to be some sort of story that you're going to chuckle about five years from now. Um, you don't have to know it all. It's okay to not be okay. Um, just throwing advice. Don't try <laughs> Don't try to be something you're not. That's just tiring. You know, the more you are yourself, the more authentic you are, the more authentic relationships come towards you. Um, yeah, I feel like that goes for all ages. And so the advice that you're giving and kind of like the things that you talk about are one could consider a lot for someone who's still in high school. So do you think that your peers are also deep diving into mental health? And like, what do you think the future of mental health is? Peers as in like other teens? Yes. Yeah. Other young people as, you know, somebody old, older would say. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not. No. It's, I mean, I, I can see why not. Like, I'd rather watch a YouTube video on someone skydiving than someone talking about mental health for 15 minutes. And I can see why, because when you're a teen, you just want to watch that stuff. But I think, <laughs> I think I'm in it for the long game. Over time, they're going to want to watch it. But I see the, the future of mental health to be very, very important, because especially after COVID, um, quarantine too. Um, people are starting to realize, or some um, that are, are starting to realize that how you are inside affects how you are outside. And that's basically the whole thing. And uh, to all the stubborn people out there, uh, that's true. How you are inside affects how you are outside and vice versa. And one can't work without the other. Um, and I think it's going to take a while for people to to get that. We all have that one person in mind. Um, I think it's going to it's going to take some time, but I feel like we're going to get there. Yeah. Now, do you feel like a typical teenager? No. So what what would need to be different for you to feel like a typical teenager? I just had this talk with someone too. Um, well, uh, how do I say this? I wouldn't be podcasting. I wouldn't be talking about philosophical questions and I'd be out, uh, playing sports, doing, eating stuff, getting lazy, 
Oh, I love getting lazy. See, I'm a teen. And, um, yeah, I feel like, um, no, yeah, that's it. I'm not going to offend anyone. That's it. <laughs> and so what, what is like your, your family think of kind of the 180 that you've done or the 360 that you've done from middle school to now here in your junior year? Um, some part, yes, I think some of it, they think I'm just growing. You know, I think it's what happens when you're 17. Um, but there is, they could tell that there is a big significant change and that, uh, it's always like a joke that we say, like, if this person met you before and they met you now, they'd be like, oh my gosh. And, uh. It's it's weird sometimes because sometimes I forgot I, I forget who I am who I was before I speak English and um, yeah I think they're wowed yet uh, like they're normal because this is what happens to every, I think this they think this is what happens to every boy and it yeah. does. Are you an only child? No. No. Older sisters. Okay. So you have older siblings, but they're both sisters. So therefore, you're the son who's, you know, just getting into mental health. Yeah. It's weird. Different, but I like it. Yeah. And that's, that's what's important. So... Do you want to share a little bit about the things that you share on your podcast? Ooh, okay. Um, like, like what I talk about or like a, like a whole episode? Just like what generically what you talk about. Uh, well, I talk about simple mental health tips uh, from positive psychology to mindset to teen mental health obviously and uh i can talk about anxiety um wow just forgetting these episodes talk about assertiveness there is self-love and just overall like what i like to say all the time becoming a better you um and i try to keep them short and simple um i think i broke that a rule because uh, the next episodes are going to be like an hour long um, but it is what it is and so is your like main goal for your audience to be teenagers as well uh well i'm in the middle of a, a niche switch um but yeah around the teens area yeah so is the hope to then kind of like just have the podcast grow with you as like you grow older and get more experiences? Yeah, that would be nice. Um, like if I were to get older, I can talk to, like as I go to college, you know, speak to other college students as I get, you know, 25, speak to other 25. 
yeah, that'd be nice. I feel like, um, <clears throat> I feel like it's more of like a, how do you say it? Uh, the, I forgot that dude's name that used to do the shows, uh, that used to, uh, Never mind. But he didn't grow with the the characters. He kind of just spoke to the same niche. Um, but I feel like I'll figure that out as I grow and as I learn. So are you ready to start the college application process? No, not at all. A lot. And I'm not going to say anything I regret about college. I love college on podcasts so so i'm done that's probably a, a good way to take it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so what else would you like to share with the listeners about you yourself anything that's going on in your young teenage life um I think I've got a tip, as I always do. Um, learn. No, no, I'm going to do a better one. Yeah, yeah. Learn to love yourself because it's 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 really easy to judge your self-love based on materialistic things and uh, say you can't love yourself if you don't have your favorite jacket on. Um, so learn to love yourself at your most raw state. That's it. And is that something that you've learned to do? No, <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I think it's, it's, it's like a process. It's rather, it's less than like a result. Mm -hmm not linear yeah of course life's not linear do you find as you're sharing advice that sometimes you are sharing advice that you can't take yourself yeah i feel like um yeah yeah there are moments where that happens and uh as long as i'm helping someone else it keeps me going but yeah and you mentioned at the beginning of the episode how, you know, you kind of you're taking from personal experiences and wanting to help others. Why is helping others so important to you? Um, I feel like just the feeling you get when you you help someone and over time you see them improve. And I can't explain that feeling, but it just feels great. And uh, to know that, you know, they learned to do that and you helped them do that, uh, just feels really good. Yeah, I think that that's a great way to, to look at it. And um, it's, you know, you've, you've shared a lot of good things for people to take away um, and you've obviously shown a lot of growth within yourself as well. Thank you. Of course.
Um, so I think I am going to start to wrap this episode up. It'll be a little bit of a shorter one, but that's okay. With all of my guests, I do ask a random question. So my question for you is, would you ever get your future told? To me? (laughs) Yeah, like, would you go to a fortune teller? Like, and what would that experience be like? Uh... I have a question for that. Will I like? Do I have any choice, like, to change it, or do I? Sure. Um. No, because I feel like if you knew your future, hundred percent of the time, kind of take the fun out of life. You always know what you're gonna do. Always know what's gonna happen. And yeah, I feel like that'd be pretty boring. All right, that brings this episode to a close. I will, of course, be leaving a link to Philemon's podcast, The Brief Dive, in the description. So if you'd like to go hear what he is sharing out, feel free to go follow that link. And if you'd like to connect with the podcast, our website is in the description as well. That brings you to all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. So you can go like those pages and you can go check out all of our past episodes and rate us on whatever podcast place you listen to. And if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to reach out to me via email. That is in the description along with a link if you would like to donate to the podcast monetarily. So thank you, Philemon, for spending time with me today and to my listeners for taking the time out of your day to hear a new story. Until next time. Bye. Bye.